2: Ever heard of lab-grown diamonds? Lab-grown diamonds are essentially chemically identical to natural ones, just made in a lab. At Lightbox, they cracked the science to grow gorgeous gems every time. Check them out at lightboxjewelry.com slash challenged, and use code challenged for $25
4: off.
5: Hey guys, it's Candice. And directionally challenged we thought we'd have everything figured out by the time we were in our 30s but surprise we
2: don't boo we don't. We have a really interesting episode today that I'm excited about. Um We are talking to mystic Michaela. Yeah, just, just in and, time for Halloween. Yes, and we're gonna get our auras red, which is fascinating. i'm I know what color I thought I was gonna be, and then I know what color she read for me,
5: so this will be really interesting. Have you ever had your aura read before? No, never. Have you? No. No, I wanted to. And then we were so excited before we started talking to Michaela. We started talking about astral traveling because we were like, what is this? And then Mel, our producer, Melissa, was like, oh, yeah, I know about astral traveling. <laughs> no, not only does she, does she know about it, she's
2: done it before. Yeah. So, Mel, can you take us through your experience?
4: Okay, so I've always had very, like, vivid dreams where I can feel what's going on in my dreams. And they feel, like, very real. And then... Um, a few years ago, I started having like sleep paralysis where I'd be asleep, but I would see everything that was going on around me. Um, and it would freak me out and your and eyes are closed, but my eyes see are closed, it. And I usually sleep on my stomach and this would always happen if I was sleeping on my back. And so like the weirdest one was that I was in my room. I was looking at my closet, but I was asleep during this. I was looking at my closet. The door was open, but I kept seeing like this hummingbird flying through it and I could hear it and I couldn't move. That was like the the very first, like very strong one that I had. And I couldn't move and I couldn't wake up. And I just kept seeing this bird and I kept trying to move and I could see like above my body, myself lying down. And then when I woke up, I was in the exact same position. The the door was open, the the um closet door was open but I could see everything except for there was no bird there. And so it's like happened to me a few times that it was very strong like that. Um, And I figured out if I just like relax and then move my toes and fingers and be very conscious of that, then I can come out of it.
2: Wow. So wait, what is, does zombie bird mean anything to I you? I don't,
4: it, I've never like had anything like that before. Wow. Are you so, trying
5: to talk ever
2: or
4: do you um, talk in, in your sleep? I'm, I'm not, I'm never trying to talk. It's usually things going on. Um. And there was another time where like I was where I it was like I could still sense that it was nighttime. So I wasn't trying to wake up in it. And so I just let it play because I was like aware of it. So like I there was like friends over. They were like moving. There was a party going on in my apartment. They were moving stuff around um, and it was like very real. And then when I was ready to wake up, then I did like move my toes and stuff. And then I woke up and then like. This one this one was very recent. It happened like a couple months ago. I was um um I take a lot of naps during the day. And so I had taken and I like, okay, so it started out in the morning. Like I woke up, took a shower, left, came back, um, later took a nap. And in my nap, I remember moving like I was I was um in sleep paralysis, but for some reason I was in my bathroom and I moved my bath mat and like sweatpants that were on the floor into the shower for some reason. And then, and I never, and I didn't think of anything of it. I woke up and then later at night, I realized like that my mat wasn't there. And I was like, where, where's my bath mat? I I wasn't thinking of like the dream that I had her had earlier. Then it was like two, much later, two o'clock in the morning, I had this like very strong feeling that something was weird in my apartment. And I opened my shower The bath mat and the sweatpants were there, but there was, like, gunk all over my shower. So, like, I found, like, the next day I called and, like, the pipes had backed up. But I guess I had put that stuff in the shower so then it didn't spray spray everywhere. It's very weird. Yeah. So, like, why would I have put the (laughs) bath mat and my sweatpants in the shower, but they covered the drain so then everything didn't spray all over the bathroom. So did you
5: sleepwalk? I don't do know. But Maya. were you open to this? or Because my issue is, I think I just like, I've actually, I relate to the sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never moved things. I talk a lot in my sleep. I'm, I experience when I sleep on my back, mm-hmm. I've experienced many times where like, I can see the entire room and then I'm trying to wake up. And then when I do wake up, it's like, but I go scary. Like I know I can't do anything. I know I can't move. I'm usually holding my breath when I wake up. Um, so to me, it's always just like, Oh, I'm just having a nightmare. And Mm -hmm. this is a logical scientific thing that has happened to me because I didn't drink enough water or something. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That's how the first few times I had it, that's how I was. And then, um, I read a book. Is it ever a good dream?
2: Um, and, and you're having sleep paralysis, and no, it's like I'm a nice Trying, trying to or- like get
5: a message across. And then when I'm trying to like say it, I can't talk anymore in my dream, and I'm or where, wherever I am. And then usually, like literally, my jaw is locked, like ah, and
1: and physically when I wake up, it. there's
5: noise that finally releases, but like my whole jaw will lock, and like my body's super tense, and I'm like trying to scream, and my body won't move or do anything. It happens to me a lot, but it's, it is specific to when I'm on my back too. Like oh, when I'm on my back. I really love stuff like this. Cause I think there's so much that we're, that's
2: trying to be communicated to us that we on other, on different levels that we just have no idea about.
4: What's the book, Mel? Okay. So I wrote this book called a filled guide to lucid dreaming because I told my friend about all this and she was like, oh, I wrote a book about it. So like you can, she's like, if you relax into it then you can experience like it longer or, and not freak out. And so I read that book. And so once I read that book, I, I like have been able, it's not all the time, but if I relax into the dream, then I don't freak out in it.
5: Mm. Wow. I need to check yeah. that out because yeah. I'm still freaking out.
4: Yeah. I'm always yeah. freaking once out. Once I, I become it. aware, cause there's, there's most of the time I, I can't like get, I can't like become aware of it. Mm-hmm. But if I become aware of it, then if I relax into it, then I can like, more being like an observer instead of stuff happening to me
2: now when you guys go through this do you believe that something's be, trying to be communicated to you even if it's your subconscious trying, trying to help you along in life or something
4: i mean like the thing with the shower then that's the only time that it's been something that like it was helpful but other times it's more like why is this happening what's the hummingbird yeah mean? i'm
5: yeah. usually so physically uncomfortable and exhausted like i'm usually holding my breath and i'm waking up and i'm just like Exhausted, like my body hurts, like Mm -hmm. my jaw hurts, and I just like it takes me a second to remember like where I am and that I'm in bed and that this is like real life and I'm okay. Like it's usually me like talking myself down. Wow, I mean, I can honestly say
2: I don't think this has ever happened to me. Well, I wish it didn't. (laughs) It's weird, so you guys don't enjoy it, it's not a good thing. No,
5: no, but But now I want to read this book to maybe enjoy it Mm -hmm. and like even you know being open to this discussion with Michaela today um, and kind of understanding I've never even heard the term astral traveling. Mm -hmm. So this is all like a new, a new thing. And I usually feel pretty kind of closed off to thinking to like, like, you know, yeah, you're skeptical. yeah, it's I am okay. a skeptic. I'm yeah. slightly a skeptic. Like, even I'm drinking out of a water bottle with a crystal in it because I think it's pretty and it's cute. But like And you said on theme. Yeah, and it's very on theme for today. And you know I love a theme. <laughs> but like, do I think the crystal's going to like infuse the water that I'm drinking and then infuse me with all this like love and light and energy? No, but then am I closing myself off to it so it's not even giving me a chance to do it? I mean, I think why not? I see, I think opposite of that. And I'm like, well.
2: I mean, it's got to hold some sort of power and then it's got to somehow affect the water and then it's going to affect you. But I don't, who knows? You don't know. So you might as well try it. Candace is looking at me like I'm a crazy person. <laughs> but I do believe in this kind of stuff. I just don't know if I believe in reading someone's aura, like the
5: colors of them. And that's why it's interesting. Well, I think we're going to find out right after this break. All right. Stay tuned, guys. We're going to have Mystic Michaela up next.
6: Hey, hi. Oh my gosh. Thank you so- so much Candace and Kayla, you guys are like, this is weird how it happened too, so it's kind of cool. <laughs> well,
5: we're very excited <laughs> to be talking to you. We have like a million questions, um, okay, but we figured it might be better if because if you maybe started with the aura reading, or I don't know how, yeah, let's works. do it. Okay, I'm yeah. so
2: excited. I've, I, I'm i already have a guess as to what color my aura is, but I know an aura can be several different colors, right, or just one,
6: yeah. So, well, I see two people, usually people have two colors and so there's five main aura colors and usually people wear two. And like, I try to say it this way. It's kind of like everybody wears it differently. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like perfume. Like when you put on a perfume, it smells different on every person. So like everybody wears about two colors. So you Kayla, so you're, and it's, it's different. With actors and actresses, like people will often, I'm sure you like, you get this all the time. Like you get confused with your character. <laughs> like people will think you're like that or whatever, but yes, definitely. Like So it's crazy because it's gotta be annoying. So I always like to look at actors and a- actors and actresses when they're not acting because that's when you're wearing your actual colors. So like, like this is perfect right now, but you're purple and blue. So, but it's very right now. Your blue is, so blue is like, those are empath colors. So it just means you can feel other people's feelings like the same as your own. So you feel very sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. And right, and and with you being blue and purple, purple is, you know, creative, artistic, like very good at reading energy on other people, that sort of thing. But with your blue, I get like the sensitivity. And right now it just feels like more than usual. So like you could just be like a little bit more empathic than usual like i'm gonna isolate a little more than usual or i'm gonna keep the circle a little smaller or like things like that Mm -hmm. instead of like but you can flip it like i can see like at other times of your life like you can be more purple instead of more blue but right now the blue's kind of heavy on you so that's kind of what i go with that i love that and so (laughs) it's a
2: good combo yeah so blue means what again say repeat it again it blue is
6: yeah, blue is like it's empath color. So an empath can feel other people the same way they feel themselves. So it's like smelling. It's like you can't turn it off. So when you're more blue, like I feel like you are right. I just see more blue in your aura than probably there is normally. Wow. Like you can just get more sensitive to like crowds or people that need something from you. Mm-hmm. Or like if something's sad, you're going to get like very, you have to stay away from the news. Or it's just like very affecting wow. to you like like that yeah but you can switch do you work in bursts like do you find like sometimes you're like okay I'm gonna like go all in I'm gonna work 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 and then sometimes like you just like I have to totally turn everything off like that
2: right now especially because of the new baby I'll like work 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 and then I'll put it all off and then go into baby mode and then I'll go into work mode and then baby mode so yes definitely yeah
6: yeah, because I could see like sometimes you just have to totally like sh- shut the curtain down or something. Mm-hmm. But I find it's like like for you, like I feel like you, and I, you're married. But I gotta, I have to see a, a picture of him because I feel like with your husband, just I don't see him, but I feel like like um you kind of impacted by the energy. And I bet like he's green because I have this feeling like just, you know, we all work differently in our marriages. And I feel like with him, it's almost like you have to do some mind readings sometimes. (laughs) So I feel feel like your blue comes in handy with him a lot, like kind of like where he's at. Maybe you're a better communicator than he is sometimes about emotional things or
2: whatever. I mean, I would definitely say yes to that. Absolutely. (laughs) Don't we all have to mind read our husband? <laughs> yeah, that is true. But that especially, true. yeah, with what's happening right now with the brand new baby, things are changing. Everything is sure. a different um, sort of, you know, every day. So we are trying to read each other's minds, and you're right, absolutely. That's crazy. Yeah. How old is she? How old's your baby? Um, two and a half months.
6: Oh, that makes sense too why you're more blue because like I often see like brand new mothers because you have to communicate with your baby like energetically. Like it's all like nonverbal communication. So I often see like the psychic senses definitely increasing when you're a new mother. I Ooh. think we all, all have, hear that I have psychic senses. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Good. I, after you read Candice's, I definitely
2: want to ask you how to get more in touch with that because that's something I've always been so interested in
6: that's very purple of you. Cause like purple people <laughs> always want, and, cause you're purple too, Candace, like you're purple too. And that is a common energy color in the entertainment industry is like purple, but it's so Purple's creative. So, uh, is that what you, yeah, it's like said? creative. Like the spotlight finds you, but you also like purple tends to be, and it depends on who, how, like who wears it. Like you Kayla, because you wear it with blue, you feel like you're more sensitive towards Things like you'll feel people out more. Mm-hmm. And then you, Candace, you're like yellow and purple. So like how I see you with your purple is like you can see somebody for who they are. And it's it's more of like a boundary or something. I feel like you're 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 sensitive, you're emotional, you're empathic, but it's not something that will you know when it's them, not you. I feel like you're better at that at a little bit, just with boundaries and things like you, like that. But you have yellow. And so the yellow on you, Candace, like you feel very like organized and put together. And I feel like you're really good with making solutions for other people. Like I feel like I feel like you're one of those friends that you won't even like you won't even take credit or anything like you're just going to when there's something that needs to be fixed, you see it and you'll just help them like quietly or in your way or without being asked to do it. Because I feel like you use your like purpleness, which is like your energy intuitiveness to see where somebody needs you and then come in with your yellow organizational self and help them out. I just feel like you do that all the time. I mean, I, I,
5: I would like to think I do that. I, th- I think I do. <laughs> yes. I bet that, that is. Yeah. I, I like that. I feel like I do that. I
6: think. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Right. I do. I, do. I think I do. I feel like you're like a good advocate for your friends and things like that. And I feel like with you too, you just yellow, purple people are like this too, but I see it on you. It's just kind of like a let other people shine kind of a thing. Like, I feel like you're good at seeing potential in other people and helping them highlight it and stand in their own power. You, you, I keep getting this message with you, Candace, like that. Because I do like authenticity stuff, like how to live your like authentic life. And I feel like you try to do that for others. And that's kind of what this whole, your whole podcast is about. Anyhow, like, you know, yeah. helping people along their journey or their way. And I feel like you... That's something that I feel like just seeing kind of disorganization in people and, and like helping them out and finding their own way to it is something like you do enjoy doing. But you do feel also very fiercely independent yeah yes,
5: that is very true. but yeah, I think um, I think yeah, I like to I like to support the people that I care about and when I see someone who I believe is great, like I want to root for them and help them in in any way that I can um and emotionally yeah. support people that that I'm rooting for as well. What is a typical yellow because she's a yellow.
2: Um what does a typical yellow do?
6: So yellows are often very highly spiritual, but but curious about like self help, like how do I better myself, like how do I get, like how do I level up, like how do I take personal responsibility, like healthy yellows are really into self improvement, and I get that on Candace, like very just into self improvement, or like what's the next step for me, or like where do I go next, and um, yellows are also usually they're pretty much they're pretty good at organizing and planning and doing things like that. Um, and you know, it just depends like what you're an and artistic, but you obviously can this like you're artistic, you know, you're an actress, you sing, you do things like that, but you also feel good with like aesthetics. So I, I don't know if you love to put like looks together, like, like, like the house or things like that. Cause you feel really good with like, like putting together things that aesthetically are pleasing. I feel like you're
4: good at that.
5: Yeah, I, yes, they they are important <laughs> I'm to me. I'm shaking my head. Yes,
4: <laughs> absolutely.
5: <laughs> to get through my day, I feel like everything. In adulthood, that's become more um, important to me. But yeah, like I know this, like as the kids say, vibe, like the vibe Great. of my environment is very important to me. Like I used to always have very old places I lived in with a lot of mm-hmm. character and that was always really important to me.
6: That's cool. Yellows but, love a flow.
5: Yeah, <laughs> I love a flow.
6: Um, <laughs> yeah, this
5: is so. When you see someone's aura, when you mm-hmm. see these like colors, um, the only thing I can compare it to visually is I know it's kind of it, it's become a trend where people get their auras photographed. I've seen yes. that a lot. Do you, is that something completely different? Is that a different experience? Is that similar to your visions or are there varying degrees of seeing someone's aura or reading someone's aura?
6: So a lot of times um, people will show me their aura photography and they'll line up with what I see. So I always think that's pretty cool. The difference is, is I see something called inauthentic colors on people and I see people which... All right. So I, you need, neither of you have this, but um, like, I'll see colors on people that they wear that they're not supposed to, and it'll show up in aura photography. So for example, I had this one, this one girl, this one client. Um, I don't think she'd mind if I told her, like she's, she's a bachelor, she's a bachelorette contestant. And she was like, she's indigo. And Indigos absorb everything around them, like all the time, like every color they'll absorb it. So she got her aura taken, her aura, taken, and she's, and it was like all these colors. And she's like, I thought you said I was indigo. And it has like red and purple. And I was, I'm like, no, you absorb everybody in you. And that's actually something you have to be aware of because when you're super absorbent energetically, you can start thinking your motives are yours, but they're really like somebody else's, mm-hmm. like they're who you're dating or your friends or your programming, like how you were raised, like other things can affect you and move you. Now I see it in color. I just happen to see it in color. So sometimes in those aura photography, like I'll see people wearing colors that they're not supposed to be, but they don't know it, you know, cause it's just a photo. Nobody tells you you're not supposed to be red or like whatever. For some reason, when I do a reading, I can tell when you're not supposed to be. certain color like with Kayla I could tell she was wearing like blue than she's probably used to lately but it makes sense like she has the big yeah so but for some reason it just feels like you're I don't know. It's okay because you just give the baby, you know, so you're going, it's a whole thing. And sometimes like we'll lean on one color over the other just to get through a time. Mm-hmm. But I can tell that it's a lot right now, you know, more than usual. So if you feel overwhelmed or messy or disorganized or all those things, it's okay. It's going to pass. It's just because you're in this season right now.
5: That's so that's good how it's different. <laughs>
4: that's really yeah. good to know. <laughs> What know, right? is an
5: aura? Is, the, is, it, is there an actual definition to what an aura yeah, is? Yeah, there probably
6: is. <laughs> like my, <laughs> What is your it's definition scary. then? So it's just like a life force energy. And I see it in color. And they're real. Like we all have them. They tend to align. I've always seen colors around people. They tend to align to like, if you've ever seen like chakra colors or, or things like that. So... Yeah, it's just like a life force energy around you in color.
2: What is it? Does it look like just a sort of outline of the individual or? Yeah. Is it's that kind of like a backlighting? You? Okay. Like yeah, it looks like
6: backlight. To me, it looks like backlighting. Like um, it's just kind of like around the shoulders. It's kind of like like around the head and, and whatnot. And most people project about like a foot around them. Some people have bigger auras than others. And oh. you know those people because
2: you feel them coming. Yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> How old were you
2: when you f- saw your first aura? And what did you think it was?
6: I've always seen them. So it's like normal to me. So it's just like smelling or seeing or it's like a sense. So I never thought it was weird. I actually thought everybody saw them and I never thought much of it. I guess I would make my own associations with the colors. So that was always interesting, but um, not until I was teaching. So I, I'm actually, I have my master's, my, my bachelor and master's in Spanish education. And I was a middle school Spanish teacher for a long time. So I would like teach. I'm like, oh, these colors are actually helpful. I didn't know that until I was like in my 20s and I'm like teaching and I'm like, oh, okay, look, all the greens like this and all the reds like this. And I would do things based off all the colors. And then... I got a little older and it was like, ooh, there's more to it because it's really about like living authentically. Like, what are my motivations? Like, like, it's all about getting connected to spirit. So I guess I've always seen them. It's just the purpose of them has evolved for me. Mm
5: -hmm. You're a fourth generation medium, right? Yes. Yes. Did your, and was this then on your mother's side or your
6: father's side? My mom's. Yeah. Is it all women? Yeah. No, because my uncle is to her brother is a medium too. Oh, wow. And did they,
5: yeah. did they talk to you about this family history when you were younger? Did they kind of prepare you for it? Or would you start noticing things and ask them
6: questions? I feel like we're pretty down to earth. Like, you know, you think a psychic family, you know, would have more of a shtick or something. Like we're like, I was, you know, we're very kind of normal, but nothing was ever shut down growing up. So it was never like, like encouraged or shut down. So like, if, if like we would say something like, oh, you know, I had a dream last night about grandma. Oh, she's probably visiting you. That's nice. Grandma always loved you. You know, things like that. It wasn't like, oh, it's a dream. You know, like it, it, it was, it was just kind of like, like not weird. So they helped me that way. And with the color thing. I kind of had, that was like new territory for me because nobody else does it the way I do it in my family. They have different things, but mediumship. Yeah. It was just something that was, you know, loved ones on the other side want to talk. And if you're sensitive and open to it, you can get messages. The way that I try to help people get those messages themselves is, I mean, just every color has its own way of connecting to spirit. Even people who passed. And different colors have different ways of picking up messages. So I'll try to help people. Like, you know, this is how you're getting a message from a loved one on the other side. You know, it's not the same for everybody how you're going to get that. Did I answer the question? I feel like I did Yeah, no, okay. absolutely. <laughs> um, right. For...
5: You just said that you have to be open to it. Like... Yeah. I, I... It's not that I'm not open to it. I've just never had an experience that felt... That moved me to feel... I think, yeah. way more open to it. So I'm not like fully a skeptic. Yeah. But um, no, I know what you mean. But do you have to, do you think that that's really how it has to work? You have to be completely open to it? Or do you think sometimes there are moments that catch people by surprise and turn them more into less skeptical people? Does that make
6: sense? That's a, yeah, it does. And that's a great question. Like with you, and I think like, that's part of the yellow thing. Like yellows need solid proof. Like it's just more, you're more kind of like, convince me like on an intellectual level, you know, and that's, Mm -hmm. that's a yellow, that's a yellow way to be, you know, it's, it's like, and that's actually how yellow people get messages by the way. So like a lot of times I'll see yellow people get like actual symbols and signs that are actually more, I guess, strong or come from a more logical perspective than somebody like Who like for Kayla, who example, who just feels something different. Like, so I feel like with you are people who are more, they're, I I don't even like the word skeptical. It's kind of more like being open to something can give the connotation that you have to believe whatever anybody's feeding you. And you really shouldn't believe what everybody tells you. You should believe with, with whatever resonates with you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you should be I think a better way of thinking about that would be like, you know, I am open to something resonating with me, not to just hearing what somebody, even me or anybody is just saying to you, just being open to something something resonating with you, like feeling like, hmm, that's interesting. And once you get that little like nudge, it's like a whisper and then you got to start To kind of listen to that and see what happens when you give into that just a little bit more, you know, without feeling foolish or like, you know, maybe this is dumb or whatever. And then just see where it goes after that. For for Candice, when you
2: say yellows, see symbols
6: and things like that, is it something that
2: it's like a vision that comes in or is it like a a physical symbol that will be on a little napkin that will remind her of something and then you know what I mean? Is it physical or is it like a vision? Oh, like a physical More like, proof. Yeah,
6: like physical things or like numbers. A lot of times I'll see those get yeah. numbers. <laughs> yes. Do you yeah. get that? Yeah, no, like literally you have a number
5: thing. I have a number thing my number's number 13 because I was born on the 13th. So 13. I know T-Swift also has the number 13. (laughs) Um, But but yeah, that's kind of like my thing. And like yellow is actually also a special color. When I worked on Vampire Diaries, um, as an actor, you get a piece of tape that is your mark. So it tells you where to stand for um, all the camera angles. And so someone just day one gave me yellow. So it's just like been a really constant. And then there's been a lot of like things with... Like becoming a mother and a stepmom, yeah. that usually things kind of revolving around the sun is the sunshine is kind of become a theme. Um, so that specific color is like something rooted within my life, just in general. And that, I that's
6: cool. And I'll separate even like dead people, okay, talking to you from like your spirit guides talking to you because that's different. Like so, your spirit guides because that's what it sounds like when you're when you're talking about. Um, yellow and the number 13 with you Candace because spirit guides are like I don't know, think of them as your guidance counselors in this lifetime or something like you know if you go with the whole program here and you're like okay we come here for a purpose and like this is a classroom like we have kind of like a check a, a to-do list or whatever and your spirit guides are the ones who are trying to like push you down that that path and that's how they get to you. Like the numbers. So like, even to have your own number, that's kind of like a cool thing. Not a lot of people have their own number. So I am i don't do numerology, but I do know like, if you like 13 being your number, that's very rare. Like some, like a lot of people, Oh, I see ones all the time. Or I saw twos today all day. I wonder what it means. But to have your own number is kind of cool. Cause it, it's kind of a, more of like uh like little flags, like, okay, you're, you're on the right path. Here you go. You know, kind of like pay attention. That's what they're trying to get you to do. Pay attention. It's usually
5: times when I'm feeling scared or when I'm feeling nervous or insecure or something that's new, like, you know, going into an office that I'm really nervous for something. And then the room number 13. It's like, okay, that's I'm supposed really to be cool. here. Or like, um, you know, but like, feeling little things or even like a seat, you know, in a stadium or yeah. or at a movie theater, like randomly sitting down, you know, just, I like those little, little clues. So that's interesting that you say that.
2: Can we learn? Well, that's really, that, that's well, Yeah. No, go ahead. Continue. I, I want to hear.
5: Oh,
6: it. I just, say, but that, that's how spirit is talking to you, Candace. Like that's how they talk to you. So think of it as your spirit guides and you have your own. And listen, I Yeah. Do you feel like spirit
5: guides then are just like, uh, like, is there any relation to a spirit guide? Is that then like an ancestor or then just like an idea of like the universe or is it, are those two completely different things? Is it like an animal?
6: (laughs) That's funny. The way I see it Is now some people do see a lot of animals as their symbol or their sign or whatever. But like the way I see spirit guides is they're like heavenly like beings of energy and they're not human and they're not related to you and they never were, but they're here, they're just how you are pushed along on your path. And I like when I do a reading and like, here's the thing, like I have to call myself a psychic because nobody understands what I am other than that, like that. And but the word makes me squirm sometimes because it's like, like there is a lot of cheesy connotation to that. So my big thing is I like to give the power back to whoever, um, I guess I tell people on like the phone, like who, you know, whoever I'm relaying the message to, I'm trying to give you the power to, because they're your guides and these are your messages and you and they're in yourself they're inside you they're not somewhere else you have to go find they're already inside of you and you just have to find the pathway to find it and that's you know how i always start with the colors
2: hey guys we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back in just a minute
0: We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it
3: a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend.
2: They're a triplex protein blend. Plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor.
5: Support for today's show comes from Bare Minerals, creators of clean beauty purity and formulation and uncompromising performance have always been the guiding principles of Bare Minerals. Because they believe that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better
2: looking. This has been the Bare Minerals philosophy since they began the clean beauty revolution in 1995 with their best-selling original foundation, which offers creamy, lightweight, buildable coverage that's naturally
5: luminous. The clean formula is made with only five good-for-skin ingredients, all minerals, including non-chemical SPF protection. Makeup so pure, you can sleep in it.
2: And it actually improves your skin over time it's everything your skin needs and nothing it doesn't
5: for bare minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance like every bare minerals product it's 100 percent cruelty free better yet both the original
2: and matte loose powder foundations are available in 30 shades upgrade to clean beauty
5: products use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match First-time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code CHALLENGED. That's bareminerals.com, promo code CHALLENGED for 15% off your first purchase. Bare Minerals, the power of good.
0: actually
5: Challenged. Eversmile White Foam is America's number one selling aligner cleaner for clear teeth aligners. Invisalign, Smile Direct Club, Candid, etc. Most people prefer aligners over braces because they're less noticeable. But aligner wearers can feel self-conscious about yellowing aligners.
2: Eversmile White Foam is the only on-the-go aligner cleaner. They've sold over one million bottles.
5: It kills bacteria, freshens breath, and whitens teeth. That's the trifecta. You just pump the foam into your trays, put them back in your mouth, and off you go. Because Eversmile White Foam
2: is the first and only wearable aligner cleaner. There's no soaking or rinsing required. Now, here's the nitty-gritty for why you need Eversmile. Aligners begin to collect biofilm
5: and bacteria the moment you put them in your mouth, and you're wearing them all day. Eversmile white foam kills 99.999% of decay and odor-causing bacteria within 60 seconds. The patented hydrogen peroxide-based formula also breaks up stain molecules, preventing staining and lightly whitening teeth over time. In short, Eversmile White Foam gets you the best results from your clear aligners. Pick up a bottle at your local participating CVS pharmacy or visit EversmileWhite.com slash challenged and use coupon code CHALLENGED30 for 30% off your first order.
2: That's EversmileWhite.com slash challenged with the code CHALLENGED30.
0: Do you
2: It's 2019, and everyone's drinking some sort of milk that's not from cows. So it's time you learn about Elmhurst 1925, a maker of simpler,
5: better plant-based beverages. They have options ranging from plant milks and barista products to a variety of hemp creamers. Elmhurst 1925's core mission is to promote simpler ingredients and better nutrition. Their unsweetened almond, cashew, hazelnut, and walnut milks only
2: have two ingredients, nuts and water. Elmhurst 1925's unsweetened milked oats
5: only have three ingredients, water, oats, and salt. As these drinks' names suggest, there's no added sugar in them. You won't find gums, emulsifiers, or oils in Elmhurst 1925 like you will in the other products on the market. The Elmhurst 1925 plant-based beverages are great for smoothies, cereal, cooking, baking, and, well, Basically anything else you can think of. It's really true. I mean, I've been steaming their oat milk in my coffee every morning and it is phenomenal. That's a great idea. Does it make it more milky and frothy? Mm,
2: More milky, more frothy and healthier. I just feel better drinking it.
5: To try out Elmhurst 1925 plant-based beverages, go to elmhurst1925.com. And for Directionally Challenged listeners, you can get 20% off your first order with promo code CHALLENGED. That's
2: Elmhurst1925.com with the promo code CHALLENGED for 20% off your first order. And we're back. How do we continue to stay on that path and, and get in touch with our spirit guides?
6: So the more emotionally sensitive you are the easier it is so a yeah. lot of us right? <laughs> a lot of us do this thing like where we'll just we won't admit what our actual feelings are because they're kind of like whiny sometimes or they're they're like annoying or they're like childish feeling and we do like we get into this habit of mind where we don't even let them enter our conscious thought so it could be something like as simple as you know i don't feel like i don't feel like getting up today and doing this or i don't feel like you know, talking to this person, or I don't feel like whatever it is, or I'm sad, or I'm this or that, or, or this email gave me anxiety. And like, maybe you don't want to admit that to yourself. But if you actually start getting used to being more emotionally sensitive, and increasing your sensitivity to those emotions, all of a sudden, that's where all the messages come. And you can start living more you because then you know what you're like, where you're operating from.
2: So when you say that, like admitting, okay, the email was really frustrating and I'm just going to not pretend anymore. Then by doing that, then what happened? How do I, I I just want to know how to then be open to receiving something. How does it come to me? So,
6: yeah. So like the more you practice that way, the more aware you are of, like I said, where your motivations are coming from. And then in that same space is where spirit talks to you. There is an actual way to separate. There's many voices going on in your head. There's like your own thoughts, but there's a lot of mishmash. It's a lot of like programming from how you were raised. There's a lot of like, especially, you know, influence from how society speaks to you. There's what you, what you know, somebody else wants you to do. And there's fear, which is like your ego and ego is always fear-based. So it's like, if I don't do this, I'm not going to work. And if I don't work, this is the only way I can work, you know, or or I associate, you know, money with struggle or like whatever it is. So if you just are very in touch with what is going on with you, you can be like, that's fear. And I'm not going to listen to that. Like it's there, but I'm going to put it away. And that leaves room now for spirit to speak to you. Mm. And that's going to be like an like inspir- an, an, an inspired idea. Like all of a sudden you're like, probably for this podcast, for example, like, Hey, let's do this. Like that's an inspired idea. Like that came from somewhere, you know, through like a higher vibrational channel, you know? So like things like that. Um, so when you move the, Kind of like organizing a closet. Like when you move all the gross shoes out of the way that you don't want anymore, like you make room for nice shoes. It's like the same thing with spirit messages. (laughs) That's like my big metaphor. It's like just move out the stuff you don't need, get rid of the, we'll do the whole closet metaphor, (laughs) get rid of the fear that like if I throw out this dress, what if I need this dress? But you haven't worn that dress in like four years. You can throw out that dress. (laughs) You know, if you get rid of that, then you make room for the best dress ever and like just replace dresses with spirit messages. And that's how you, spirit talks to you.
2: Have you ever been on the street and seen someone's aura and felt like you needed to run up to them and read it to them? That's so funny.
6: Yeah. And I'm super shy. So like I am very um, cautious about who I do that with. So like if I'm in an environment where people know who I am or whatever, I'll do it, but I'm a mom too. So like, I'll go to, like I was just a curriculum night, you know, like for my 10 year old, like Yeah. There were some auras in there. Like her teacher definitely needed a reading, but I'm not (laughs) going to be, I would love to be at that parent
5: teacher conference, by the way,
6: (laughs) that would be amazing. There's just no way I'm going to be this wacky person and take them aside and be like, you're green Mm -hmm. and you, and like, whatever I had to say, there's just no way, because, but then you know what happens? I get all this anxiety because like, It's almost like if I don't say it, like it stresses me out so bad. But that's my own journey because I I don't want to be like my 10 year old would kill me. She's like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, mom, you're so embarrassing. Please don't do that. (laughs) So like it's (laughs) a.
2: Have you ever read some or has someone ever come to you to have their aura read and then you have it's a really bleak outlook and you've decided not to share it?
5: Because that would be
2: really hard, I
5: think. Or is it clairvoyant then? Or are those? Am I mixing them all up? (laughs)
6: With me, I guess like, I know like some, I can only speak for myself. Like I can't control what comes when somebody sits down with me for a reading, I can't control what I'm going to get. So my big thing is as long, cause as I said, like I'm an empath too. So when somebody's like mean to me, I'm like, Oh my God, I can't handle it. And that's like my own issue. So like I, as long as somebody's nice and I'm like, I'm nice and they're open to hearing it, I'm pretty good with my delivery bleak. I don't like, people are always so scared. Like, I don't know what psychics out there are saying these like awful things to people because that's the number one thing I get. Like, please don't tell me anything scary or I don't, I don't want to hear when I'm going to die. It's like, Oh my God, that is (laughs) super not what I do. Um, I'm more about like trajectories and like, if you make these choices, these are the awesome things that can happen for you. But right now you're making these choices and this is why this is happening this way and whatnot. So it's, the future is very malleable. Like, you can change it. Are there any um, choices we're
2: making right now that we need to know <laughs> to, like, become better? I'm serious.
6: You feel like you're on a good track. Like, but I love how you two compliment one another, you know, mm-hmm. because, like, I feel you guys have this very... You're both purple, so you both have, like, the... Like, you get one another without having to always say things. And then I feel like you'll... You have each other's back. So... You know when one needs you to cover for her, the other one will. So I feel like a lot of trust between the two of you, mm, and also good. there's just and maybe it just comes from like a long-term friendship too. But I feel like you have like this bond of I can tell her something and it's not going anywhere, you know. And I feel like that is really hard to find somebody you can be and like vulnerable with. Mm. And I feel like if you have at least one person in your life you can be vulnerable with, you've won because like that is such an important thing to have in your life. Somebody who you can feel super yourself with and they love you unconditionally for it and and vice versa. So I get like vulnerability between the two of you. No, you guys feel really good. Yeah. Mm, I'm a yay. positive, but like, yeah, sometimes I'll tell people like, Oh, okay. Cause you're both purple. So I think you'll understand this. So I, I, there's this thing called like purple bombs and I made it up. <laughs> Because, like, I see purple people doing this all the time. And if you're purple, I feel like you've done it and it's always embarrassing. But purple people do this thing like when they wanna get out of a situation, let's say it's like a relationship or like a job or like just even a party or or something. I like sometimes they'll throw a bomb and it's like they'll they'll set up something so bad and they'll do it all subconsciously. And then like it'll just blow up in your face. And then like no matter what, like your life will change because purples always crave change. So like that's the that's like a purple person thing that
5: I feel like an element of self-sabotage.
6: Yes. Yeah, it's like self. We were just dis- discussing
5: self sabotage <laughs> not too long ago, and how we yeah. are both very susceptible to it.
6: Yeah, I think as you get older, well, especially you too, because you're like you're, you're you're evolved and you're doing this whole evolved podcasting thing. Like I feel like we're just like with an evolved theme and whatnot, and you're very much about paying attention to your motives. But yeah, like I think all of us purples in our 20s, it was like, oh, gosh, like I could have handled that so much better. And it's just because I didn't want to say we're not working out or this job isn't for me. I'm going to give you two weeks notice or like something like that. Like we're just like, oh, oops, I sent an email to everybody that I hate the boss oops like, or like whatever it is that you did like that's a purple bomb like,
2: okay but I really want to make sure we talk about astral travel because that's oh, something yes. you discuss on your website and I'm so fascinated by it um <laughs> what is that what is it
6: so astral traveling and there's a lot I mean you could google this all day and then you get so scared it's like really like, free. like people can really scare you um but and I think 30 is a really magical number for women, by the way, because I feel like, I don't know, there's something about it. Like we step into our power. But anyways, astral travel is when, and you got to hang out with me because I am down to earth, but this sounds crazy. Person. We're in, no, we're, we're in. in, we're all right. In. Here we go. Here we go. Um, it's like, it's easiest at night when you're sleeping that your astral body, okay. You can travel to different planes. So here's what can happen when you astral travel. If you've ever had a dream about an ex, for example, and you wake up and you're like, Oh my God, I feel like I just cheated on my husband or whatever, (laughs) because I just had this really awesome, intense conversation with my ex and it felt so real and you can't shake it for like the whole day or whatever. That's like astral traveling, like, or astral planning, like you were you, you have this part of yourself called your astral body or your higher self. And it's the part of you that's bigger than like your identity here on this earth plane. It's the part of you that can kind of go in and out. And because um, there's no such thing as like time or space, like that's a human construct. So like your higher self can travel to somebody else and just have a conversation with them. Um, so that's like one example. And sometimes like I'll see people who have twin flame relationships, like where it's that X that just I don't know, like one person was the runner and the other one was the chaser and it was like this awful thing for so long and you've had to move past it, but you still have these conversations or you think about hmm. this person every once in a while. You'll have a lot of astral traveling with them. You can also do it like on a different level. Like you can talk to your spirit guides and things this way. Were you, you going to say something, Candace? I'm sorry. Well, do, for astral travel,
5: yeah. um, is it, do you think that person then has a vision of you? Or no?
1: Yeah. Like, is it,
5: if you do it see someone in your dream, is it like when someone's like, oh, my God, you were in my dream last night. Um, do you think if we were to be more in touch with telling the people that we're on good terms with that, like, hey, you yes. were in my dream last night, that more often than not, they'll be like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. I had a dream about you or no.
6: Yeah. If you do that, what's going to happen is they they probably won't remember the same dream or whatever. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. It just means that they might not be consciously aware of it, but they might be like, "That's so weird because I thought of you, or I was going to call you yesterday, but I didn't." Like you might hear something like that. Um, if it's somebody you haven't heard from in a really long time, for example, all of a sudden, you, I don't know, they might like a post on your Instagram or something like, "What the hell? like? That is so freaking weird!" Like he just likes that, and I just had this dream, and what is that? So I mean, coincidence that happens a lot. Too much to be coincidental is called synchronicity, and that's has a lot to do with astral traveling you know does sleep paralysis have anything to do with astral traveling yeah like this can be scientifically explained like why sometimes you can't move like I get that like I'm not like I you know I'm not some wacky do person but I believe that sometimes you'll wake up before you're you're completely back in your I guess physical body and it you can And I, once you get more aware and you start paying more attention to it, like I've heard the craziest things and I've had my own experiences where you may even hear voices or you may hear other, you might feel other people in the room with you or things like that during sleep paralysis. And what it is, is you're just kind of like, I don't know, it's. Like transitioning from one plane to this one. So it's it's sometimes very violent or stressful. And it it can be very anxiety producing, by the way.
5: For our listeners, what are like degrees of like because I always get a little confused on what sleep paralysis is. Like I experience where there's a lot of times where I experience where I'm yelling in my dream, and then I know that I'm in my body and I'm still like like I'm waking up, but I can't move or speak, and my mouth is just like my jaws locked, and I'm trying to scream. And I wake up while talking in the middle of like yelling. Does that make any sense? That's
6: very. It does. Because, like, is that a
5: form of sleep paralysis, or just like talking in your sleep and being sounds weird, just like a nightmare?
6: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very scary. But like I, sounds <laughs> like. Well, I mean, the when that's happened to me, and it's gotten better as I've I've learned not to fight it. Because um, when I first started, I, I guess like really coming into my ability, which was me just accepting it, I guess that would happen to me a lot. Like what you're talking about, I would have awful like panic attacks in my sleep or I'd wake up um, and be like, oh, my God, I can't move. I can't like feeling like there was a scream in my throat or like I was being like taken over by something or something yeah. sitting on me, things like that. When and I let it go. And I asked for more loving help, not loving protection and loving help and gentle, you know, faith about what was going on. Um, then it, it stopped getting so intense for me. But that is like when they, because I, I find your spirit guides will take you and they'll work with you on, on a different plane and then send you back into yourself. And I don't know if this is like, if, if it's gotten worse, Candace, since you have started doing, um, I don't know, like, like, like for I keep coming back to this podcast because it is like a higher vibration theme. So like you are doing light work or light working in this podcast, which is just bringing people positive messages for themselves and for others and to spread that. So I don't know if it's gotten like worse since then or something, but sometimes like when you level up or you go into like a different vibration, it can get more intense. It can get more intense. So it's just something to think about and ask for more help with it because they'll gentle it out for you. Okay. That's an.
2: Is there something because you had going back to you saying I'm a purple? Um, yes. Is there something that I can do every day to continue to try and like be in tune with that sort of thing?
6: Right. For like for purple people in particular, I always say it's like very important to have an outlet. And it's not about making money and it's not about anybody caring or seeing it, it's just about creating and purple people need to create so and as long us. as you have this yeah you have to create if you don't and it's just out of passion and it's just because just you freaking can you know what I mean just because I want to create and I'm going to create when you do that as a purple even if it has nothing to do with any other objectives or goals or anything like that what you do is you just put yourself on a higher level a higher vibe and then things that match it can come to you including like i said spirit message and then it'll it just gets more distinctive from like i said all the other white noise of ego or like what other people want from you it gets distinctive so So create artistic we've covered
5: auras and um yeah astral astral traveling do you believe in past lives like is that does that ever come into form like is does that have any kind of relevance to being clairvoyant
6: yeah, I, I do. I don't do past life regressions with my clients. I don't, you know, sometimes like I'll get something on somebody, but it's very like with for me. So I don't spend a lot of time on past life regressions or past lives with my clients, but I do believe in them. And I, I feel a lot of people. And once you start asking these questions, you're going to get like people fessing up to it because like a lot of people have had past life remembrances during astral traveling. Like you go to a different time or place and you're like, oh my gosh. And, and, you know, you can get hypnotized and do all sorts of things and then like, you know, Google it and see if it checks out like any details you remember. But I do see like, sometimes people come into this lifetime with, you know, things that aren't theirs to carry. It's from an, like another lifetime or things like that. Um, and I, you know where I, re- this okay, this is where I, I'll see past lives when, because listen, I'll do readings and people give me pictures of them with their kids or them with their sister, them, you know, all sorts of relationships. And i am like, oh my God, you guys were together in a past life. And they're like, yeah, we feel that. Like we feel like we've always known each other or something like that. So I do feel like we carry a lot of relationships.
5: We meet each other. What is there a specific reading or an early experience of um, doing your readings that really sticks out to you that just either, I guess, growing up fourth generation, you were always surrounded by, um, this sort of spiritual level, but is there something that sticks out where you're like, Oh no, I, I get this now, or where it just kind of went from the shift of something that you were experiencing offhand to like really giving yourself over to this as like a lifestyle and career.
6: Yes. That's a good, that's a good question. Um, every reading I have is like. Really amazing to me because um, it's just, it's not like I don't take credit for it. You know, it's just I've opened myself up to be like, like I said, the phone or the deliverer of messages. And the only thing I control is my intention. And my intention is to heal. And for a long time, and this is what I, this is why I do what I do the way I do it with authenticity and aura colors, is because I was helping people, but I wasn't doing it at the level I had to be. And that's when I was teaching middle schoolers how to speak Spanish. And one day I was, I had, you know, a parent teacher conference and we'd all meet together, like the whole, you know, math teacher and science teacher and me and whatever. And this mom came in and she was the mom of this. He was like this little thing, you know, he was seventh grader, but he was little. And he was just, he was such a stinker. Like he was really always in trouble. And you could just tell like this mom had no idea what to do. And all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I was a lot quieter back then. Cause I got my teaching job young. I was like 23 or something. And I was like real quiet and I didn't ever want to say anything. And I got this sadness over me and I felt this male presence and I felt it was her husband. And I felt like he was on the other side and I felt this need to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like just over and over and over again. And it consumed me. And even in my notes, because I had to do something because I felt like I was going to freak out, I kept writing, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry on my paper. So I didn't look like a psycho. And she left, you know, and I said to the guidance counselor, because the guidance counselor is like in school, they know all the secrets. So I'm like, what is with the dad? Like, it's like, what is that? And she's like, well, he killed himself. He killed mm. himself oh. on the train tracks. And it could be train tracks by our school. And, um, like I realized it at the time because I spent a lot of time shutting out what this was in my life. Like I grew up in a psychic family and stuff like that, but I really wanted to be normal. I didn't want to deal with like people thinking I was weird or all the stuff that comes with it and the judgment because I'm sensitive. But in that moment, I'm like, I could have really helped her maybe and I and I couldn't because I was you know teachers don't do that you know so in that moment that was probably the most formative moment of my life because I was like I can't do this anymore and then I planted a big purple bomb and just quit teaching it was really bad I just walked out like bye I can't that was like a year later but like it like I you know I think people think like does this happen overnight like changes or or success or like like life-changing moments and like Honestly, usually there's a buildup and I try to tell people like, you know, they'll see somebody on the other end of it and they're like, oh, what, what happened? And it's like, that was a buildup. But that one reading right there that I never got to do was the most formative reading for me. Wow. That's fascinating. So yeah. if,
2: if our listeners want to come and schedule a reading with you and go through, get their aura read, how do they go about doing that?
6: Well, you can find me on mysticmikayla.com and I'm on Instagram at mysticmikayla and I have a podcast too, know your aura with Mystic Michaela. Yes. We love it.
2: We've listened to it. Oh, it's really? fantastic. Oh, yeah, yes. So- yes. <laughs> um, well, I'm so grateful to have my aura red and to know I'm a blue and a purple and to implement that in my life. And I'm so grateful you came on today to do that for us. Yeah. Thank
5: you so much. We're so happy this worked out and, and this, and like my mind is definitely much more open after this conversation. <laughs> uh, I have like a million more questions for you. Yeah, oh, it definitely did. Yeah. Yes. You Thank you so much, Michaela, for joining us for this episode. This is so on theme for the week. We just wanted to be open to the spirits and to the vibes. We were so inspired by you that we decided to take a little field trip. So I knew that there was this Mystic Eye bookshop that wasn't super far away. uh, And it's also close to a coffee shop. So that helped. We were (laughs) driven by caffeine. Let's be real. And uh, we decided to go get some readings done. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just got back. We haven't said a word to each other. It's
4: very awkward. (laughs)
5: We've just been walking and and traveling in silence, (laughs) Um, and we are now going to finally talk about Our readings that we did in honor of this special episode. Kayla's been bursting at the seam. Mm -hmm. So Kayla just let it out. This is your moment.
2: Well, okay. So I I we all got to choose our um psychic reader. And as soon as I sat down, she didn't take my money. And she said, I want to make sure that we connect first before we actually before you give me your money. Because if you if we don't, I want you to find someone you do. And I thought I loved that. I appreciated that right away. We decided our readers and then within like minutes they were there. So it's not like they had time to look us up. They didn't know our last name. They didn't know anything. Right. So I sat down and she said, what questions do you have? And I didn't really prepare questions because I thought maybe she'd, you know, read me or something. Um, And then I, what came out of my mouth was I want to know how I, I can connect with my husband more. And she goes, okay, great. But what about the baby energy that's around you? Do you have a baby or are you pregnant? like instantly. And I was like, I have a two month old. And she goes, okay, great. So, the and she instantly just like read and that. These I, were
5: walk-in appointments. No, walk-in
2: appointments without knowing our names. And we said, I said, oh, I want so-and-so. And then she was there and she's like, okay, come on, let's go in. She had no time to look up anything. So she didn't know if I was pregnant now or if I had just had a baby because she felt the energy of it. And a lot of the reading was about, not about me personally, but it was about Tanner and our baby. Basically, it was just a lot about like family stuff and how Tanner and I can keep connecting and and the baby and like our family, which... It, I didn't even know I was going to go in there. Usually I like to have career guidance and I thought that that's what it was going to be. And then it was all of a sudden just about family. And I just, it really struck me how with, we only did 15 minute readings mm-hmm. and within seconds of being me, she picked up on baby energy.
5: And have you had that happen before? No, of course Especially not. Especially in a
2: room sitting across from someone. Yeah. And we did. We vi- and she gave me, I just really appreciated her. I feel like I will absolutely go back. Really? And she was spot on? She was spot on with so many things. It was it was insane. And then um, Tanner's writing something right now that no one really knows about. And it's not like a big thing. And she goes, why hasn't he finished, finished his writing? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? And she's like, you need to tell him to finish this thing. And I was like, okay. And she's like, because this is going to happen. And this is going to happen as soon as it... And she just kept going. And I was like, how the heck do you know about this? Was she using cards? No. She no, was just no. Looking at oh, you and she talking? was just looking at me and talking, and then she goes, "Wait, this just came in. Wait, this just came in. Wait," and it was phenomenal. Like she was great. Whoa. Anyway,
4: <laughs> so I'm, I'm a big fan.
5: Mel, what about you?
4: Okay, so um, the first I went, I actually saw two different psychic. So the first one I went into, she when I sat down, she did the same thing. She didn't take my money and she was like, just let me know if um, any of this resonates with you. Um, So she gave her a little spiel and she's like, I'm not going to look at you in the eyes while I do this. And so she like turned and was talking to the wall and then she turned back to me and then she had me like shuffle through cards and to think about like the question that I was going to ask her. And again, I didn't think of a question before and then something just came to my head so I was thinking about the question she put and then she like starts putting the cards out she puts down the first thing is she puts down a card that has like a black woman on it and she's like I want you to know when I'm not ta- when I'm talking about race I'm not talking about anything like specific for oh you because <laughs> I know it was like weird but she's like, like my what? kids are black so like oh I'm not God. I was like okay lady <laughs> <laughs> that's a little strange I that. this I is how, it how it's starting yeah out. how it starts and then she like puts down some other cards and she's talking about this stuff that has nothing to do with me like mm. she's like there's like you have like a strong leo energy are you a leo i was like no and then um she said that she was like are you in school and i was like no she's like do you have a child i said no so like <sighs> none of it was reading she's like okay then we're not connecting i want to take you back out and oh, wow and wow. um connect you with someone else love that because usually yeah. i I'd sit there and be like ha see it's not real yeah. this is all ridiculous yes. yeah yeah so she was really nice so I went back out um and then so they were like you can meet with either the person that Kayla that you were meeting with or someone else and I knew that we were like on a tight schedule so I was like I'll meet with this other lady So I go to the other lady. She has me do the same thing. She like, she's flipping through the cards, has me think about like a specific question. So I'm thinking about the specific thing that is coming up in my career that I'm very nervous about. And, um, and then she like lays out cards and I don't tell her what I was thinking about. And she was like, you make a lot of decisions. You're like a boss, you own your own business. And I was like, yeah (laughs) and she's like and i feel like this like very strong female energy like you only work with women i was like yes yeah this is true and she said recently you had you have like a, a big um thing coming up in your career that's a little bit outside of your comfort zone that you feel uncomfortable with but um but you you're ready like your core is saying that you're ready and i said Yeah, that's true. She said, and there was someone that was like fighting for you to do this and you didn't want to do it, which my manager was telling me I needed to do this. And it wasn't something that I wanted. When I first pitched it, it was completely different. She's like, no, you need to put yourself in this. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So yeah. So so she knew what was going on. Was it all career based? It was career. And then like, we like went through the career stuff very quick and then um she she was like you still have time so think about some other things and so yeah i was just thinking about other life things and um when actually when i was thinking about the life things that's when she said she was like there's a lot of female energy Around you, um. So yeah, it was good. Wow, it okay. was good. Wow. Good. So like,
2: yeah. what out of ten? One from one to ten, scale of one to
4: ten. What would you like? I would say it's like a nine point five. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Again, like I don't want to go to like details. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Which is so
5: funny because I thought we would all go into details because I guess that's how much of a skeptic I was. I yeah. mean, I initially wanted to go in and find a reader who would let us record the session mm-hmm. so we could kind of use it on the podcast, and I kind of got shut down um so today I just you know we figured just in case through a mic in in the bag and uh walked in and i was too scared to actually ask and the woman that worked with me immediately said you're more than welcome to record this like go ahead and record and it she it doesn't see bother your me. mic or anything no it was in you your, bag, your bag Kayla, oh god, in right, the yeah. other room
2: oh my god you're right
5: i just had my phone with me she's like i go through a lot of stuff and like it doesn't interrupt me i know some people get interrupted by that but i'm not one that gets interrupted by that and i was like so confused and i was like oh okay and i recorded it <clears throat> Thinking like, okay, well, this will be fun at least. And it's so personal that I don't feel comfortable sharing it. Um, Some of the parts that I feel a little bit more comfortable talking about are... And I've never had this experience. I mean, honestly,
2: (laughs) Candice, you are always a skeptic. So I'm really happy you had this experience. I'm very
5: like, I don't know. I'm feeling a lot of things. Uh, Immediately what I was kind of searching for today was... um, I think hearing from grandparents, my grandfather passed away last summer suddenly, and I was unable to make it to the funeral. He married Joe and I, along with a friend of ours. He was really special in our family. He was te- He's technically my step-grandfather, but he's my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And um, it was really emotional for everybody because it was very sudden. And so initially, I've just kind of been feeling the need to hear something. I don't know. That was my own thing. I was hung up on of like, okay, if this is all real, maybe he'll speak to me, but Mm -hmm. he's such a tough ass that like he would have been rolling his eyes at all this anyway. So, um, immediately I sat down and she began to talk about, um, like my grandmothers and she's like, what you, you immediately jumped into my grandmother's. So I was like, well, that's grandparent adjacent. And, but then I realized I spoke to my grandmother yesterday on my mother's side, which I never talked to her on the phone. I I think I've only talked to her on the phone when my mom's here visiting and that's something I'm so ashamed to admit but mm. it's true and I you know I always grew up very far away from my grandparents I didn't always see them as much and uh and uh, and it just like immediately all these things she started sharing about my grandmother's were very very accurate and then she started talking about uh career stuff that I've not really talked about but that have kind of been on my mind and immediately started talking about that um she started talking about like personal family planning <laughs> like or just like feelings and and she started talking about like my m- marriage as well mm-hmm. and and what i found interesting compared to both of your experiences is when i sat down she said do you have like a question you want to ask me And I kind of like tiptoed around it and I was like, well, and I was going to ask something about grandparents, but then I thought maybe I'll just hold that for me. Mm -hmm. Let's see. And she's like, yeah, no, no, no. I I like to, honestly, you don't have to ask me anything. I'd rather just like see, see how good I am. Oh, I love that. She's like, I always like to like see. So she's testing herself "Mm -hmm." because she's that good. She's like, I like to test myself. And, um, it was very accurate, so accurate everything like bizarrely accurate to the point where I couldn't really like verbalize like I, it was so hard for me to be like yeah and oh. exactly and my hands I think was like gripping the table because I've never had an experience like this and it was a 15 minute reading yeah. and, then, and she used cards as well and it's like I couldn't even tell what she was doing I mean she was just in this rhythm and it was very personal and then And then at the end, the the alarm went off and she was like, oh man, this is like, it was so quick. She's like, well, ask me one more thing. So finally I just said like, screw it. Like, okay, I I miss, my grandfather passed away and I wasn't able to make it to the funeral. And so she kind of like squinted at me. I didn't say anything else. And before I could continue, she said, it was his heart and it was his heart. Mm -hmm. And, And she's like, you were so far away. And I was like, I was far away. I was on the other side of the earth and... She was like, it's okay. She just gave me this, like, she just walked me through this, like, part of uh, grieving that I didn't really necessarily knew that I needed or wanted. Sounds like she gave you permission to let go of it. Yeah, Yeah. but also with accurate details that no one would know. Mm -hmm. Like, no one would know those things that weren't in my immediate surrounding family. And, um... I really did not expect that from today. And I like, I think I like had tears in my eyes twice during that 15 minute period and was like, couldn't look you Kayla in the eye by the time you came out and Mel, you and I both were just like staring forward. (laughs) Um, But that was really powerful.
2: Yeah, it Mm -hmm. was.
5: I've never
2: had that. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like, I guess really good psychics get really personal Mm -hmm. and then you realize, oh, maybe I don't want to share all this personal information and I'm just going to take it in my heart and my head and go with it and like implement it into my life, you know?
5: And I like that. I don't know about the women that both of you worked with, but she's like, everything needs to be taken with a grain of salt, Mm -hmm. of course. Mm. And I was like, yeah, except you're dishing out a lot of like (laughs) things that don't need some salt right now. (laughs) These
4: are pretty like well-seasoned information. Wow, (laughs) same.
5: Yeah. So okay,
4: are we believers? I think so. Yeah. I think there's Ooh. I think that there's certain people that do have gifts or they're more attuned to what's going on. But th- I think there's also a lot of people out there that are full of shit. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, it just depends on who you go to.
2: Yeah, I agree. And also I'd like the idea of that you really connect with certain people mm-hmm. and then you don't connect with others and it's okay. So maybe yeah. there is a really great psychic that you just go to a reading with and then you don't connect with them, but then they connect with someone else and someone else has this amazing experience. Mm-hmm. So
5: I yeah. love that idea. Well, ladies, I just want to say your auras are very beautiful <laughs> and I'm glad that we all had this experience oh, me together. Too. Me too. Yeah. So happy Halloween Ooh. believers. Ooh we'll see you next week on directionally challenged
2: challenged. as the creators of clean beauty bare minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better not just better looking That's why their best selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals.
5: For Bare Minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance.
2: Upgrade to clean beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. First time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code Challenged.
5: Bare Minerals, the power of good. Ever heard of lab grown diamonds? Lab-grown diamonds are essentially chemically identical to natural ones, just made in a lab. At Lightbox, they've cracked the science to grow gorgeous gems every time. Check them out at lightboxjewelry.com slash challenged and use code challenged for $25 off.